0: The Velvet Hammer An inside look at trial lawyer life with Karen Kohler Real life stories about fighting the good fight Once upon a time there was an audacious little girl who wasn't particularly tall for her age or short for her age, just medium with black curly hair and a nose that grew by the eighth grade. She never really fit in, probably because of her upbringing with uh, parents that taught her always to speak her mind, to respect, but not respect too much authority and to fight for what was right. Fast forward, oh my gosh, 50 years On the eve of my 60th birthday and I've decided to do a podcast I guess there's a lot to be talked about in the practice of law I've looked online at all the law blogs and law podcasts and I have to admit I don't listen to any of them and I wouldn't want to I just said that out loud Um, because uh, it's a little boring, in my opinion. Um, lawyers are technical. They are fascinated by rules and cases and legal stuff. And I'm more interested in the human stuff. I love the law, but I like how it interacts with the human being. And most importantly, I pretty much always want to have fun. Uh, even when I'm fighting, I want to have fun. I think fighting can be quite fun. Um, so this is my perspective of doing a blog that maybe is a little different than what you would typically expect a trial lawyer's blog to be. There's another aspect to this podcast. I keep calling it a blog, podcast slash blog, um, that. I've been asked to take more of a stand on, and that is the fact that I'm a female. When I joined my current law firm uh, 15 years ago now, I was the only female, uh, and I'm the last partner to join this law firm. I'm the only female partner. Uh, And when I joined the law firm, the female attorneys in the community were a little bit uh, upset with me. I got emails or calls from people saying, why would you join a law firm like that? That's just full of guys, uh, who are not, uh, progressive in any manner, uh, that's visible to a female, uh, or particularly a young female traveler. And I, uh, uh, my answers were, I want to join this law firm. I love this law firm. I love the people in it. I don't uh, categorize myself as a female lawyer only. I don't see myself that way. I don't see myself as really being a mixed-race female lawyer. I, at least that's what I say outwardly. I just see myself as being a lawyer and a good lawyer. So I want to work with other good lawyers. I remember having lunch with a uh, another uh, mixed-race, uh, Asian-race uh, female lawyer who asked me to join uh, the Asian Bar Association, which I did, and she uh, uh, asked me about my law firm and their support of me, and I told them that I hadn't even really mentioned to them that I was a woman yet, let alone a uh, mixed-race uh, woman. And that's kind of been my, I guess, my the way that I've gone into this field, this very male pound your chest dominated field of trial lawyers uh, is in my own way trying to minimize the differences and look at the (laughs) non-differences and most importantly fight for and make my own voice in a sea of voices that bear no resemblance to mine. When I was younger, I can remember going to a seminar where there was a a speaker, an out-of-state speaker, who literally didn't even need a microphone. His voice was so magnificent. Uh, It filled the room. And then when he broke into a whisper, you just strained to hear it. He had a theatrical voice. And at that moment, I thought, I will never have a voice like that. I will never be six foot three. 250 pounds. I will never fill up a room like that. Uh, My gosh, what am I going to do? There was a fantastic lawyer, still is, named Jerry Spence. I heard him speak. His voice was absolutely mesmerizing. The charisma coming out of his ears, eyes, and nose, and mouth were enthralling. And All I could see was him standing in front of a jury in his buckskin fringe jacket and cowboy boots um, talking about, you know, killing the bear next door and, uh, you know, good old boy Daniel Boone type righteousness. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I can never be a great trial lawyer in that way. I can never do what that lawyer does. There have been many such role model lawyers that I have watched with fascination thinking, gosh, I'm never going to be like that. Uh, how could I ever be like that? I want to be a great trial lawyer. What's my path? How am I going to do that? And then the year that, I guess it was the year after I was president of the trial lawyers association here in Washington state, I was at lunch with, uh, a couple people, one of whom was Gary Locke, who was a former uh, governor of the state of Washington. And I was looking, I guess I was president, I was looking for a keynote speaker for our law day function uh, and wanted a female minority. I had asked him if he knew of a great female speaker that would fit that category, and he told the table that throughout history... The best speakers, the only great speakers, had all been male. And I just remember being so stunned by that. Uh, And I'm not the kind of person that's going to just confront you on the spot and tell you what a sexist comment that is. And I really didn't do it because, honestly, I didn't have the names of great female speakers at the tip of my tongue who I could refute that with. He started naming them Martin Luther King Jr., honestly, Barack Obama, just a lot of uh, oratorial type of speakers, preacher type of speakers. And I thought to myself, I could never pull that off either. So my process of finding my voice, my process of finding my style is very different than what is the prototype of what you would think of as being a dominating male trial lawyer force. It's absolutely different. I'm emotional. I tell stories and act them out. I flutter around the courtroom, dance around the courtroom, pull off feats around the courtroom that I'm told by my other compatriots, I guess I'd say, they could never, quote, get away with. And I say, I don't feel like I'm getting away with it. I feel it's totally appropriate, and it comes from my heart at the time that I'm doing it. This, of course, is all interesting uh, to a certain degree. Like, what's that journey like personally? But I think one of the reasons for this podcast Uh, that I'm a little uncomfortable doing, frankly. But I've been asked specifically to do this by my children. And uh, my three girls are everything to me. Um, Christina, Alicia, and Noel, they have always been there supporting me, you know, as a single mom, uh, uh, being a workaholic, uh, being on this journey of life and law. And they said, "Mom, it's time. You always pretend like you know you're not you're not affected by the sexism or the racism. you don't talk about it. Um, you don't talk about the struggles the unfairness. Um, you don't talk about how hard and how much harder it is for you to try a case because of stereotype norms or the way that uh." potential juries or even judges will react to you the little dances you have to do to avoid being called overly aggressive, mean, uh, cold-hearted just because you're doing your job where a male would never ever have to feel, feel that. You're and and finally this year kind of was a pivotal year for for them because they watched me in a very lengthy, long, contested litigation with a trial that lasted for four months, and I shared with them some of the backlash from my own plaintiff bar over a crushing, honestly record-setting verdict where there were quote-unquote friends of mine who told other people behind my back that getting a hundred plus million dollar verdict was no big deal and that anyone could have done it in a case like this. Or that, I should say. That kind of hurt. uh, Water off the back, of course. But to be honest, why would people that are on your side be haters like that and the root cause in my opinion is the chauvinism of the legal profession um in particular the plaintiff trial lawyer bar and everybody's not chauvinistic they're absolutely not um and some people say bad things and they just don't know any better um And that's one of the reasons I just don't like to talk about it. I don't want to ever be seen as someone that is having to have an extra struggle or that is complaining or that is um, uh, trying to um, cause trouble or has a quote chip on their shoulder or is not a team player. I want everyone to get along. I am Pollyanna. But the time has come to speak my mind on that topic, in addition to having a super fun time with super fun guests. So away from the heavy thing that we will confront periodically in this podcast, which is why are female plaintiff trial lawyers treated so differently differently? on so many levels. And then head in to the fun stuff. The fun stuff is going to be fun. Um, I like to laugh. I like to hear stories. I like to know what makes people think and tick. And I hope that you will also enjoy this podcast. Thanks. And we'll see you soon. Nala, it's your cue to bark. Come on. Nope, she's not going to do it. All right, everybody, over and out.